Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, brought to you by anywhere in downtown GR, great state of Michigan. Let's go, Blue. We got one more game against Washington. And guess who's going to wear the amazing blue tomorrow, folks? You'll be listening to it today on Monday, but we're airing this on Sunday, but... No, we're actually going to air it on Monday morning. Yeah, we are, but... We're recording it on Sunday night. So this is Sean coming back to you. First, got to give us right there. apology. Yeah, he of, just got hurt right there. I mean, we haven't been on the, the show for a week. Unfortunately, I came down with COVID. Um, technically, probably had it on New Year's Day, um, which sucks. It was mildly COVID. And so he got I hadn't been. This is the first time I've been seeing Andre in a week. And he got his Probably like buddy. eight days, actually. Yeah, and you got your buddy. From my seagull sick too, probably. Mm, dad got COVID. Yeah. Hopefully I didn't get Tony sick. I'm more worried about my dad a little bit right now, but yeah, he's fighting. He's on day four, but I'm better. I didn't do much. I didn't go to work till Friday. So, but it's not about me. I'm glad to be back. And we're on the NFL last week, and we're talking about the playoffs next week. Yes, yes. But remember, folks. Let's actually we're going to step back a little bit. Washington against. The U of M. Oh, yeah, because be, you want to talk about me. Yeah, because we want to talk about you, what the girls did at you at Anna's house. Yes. And, so And, and how we're, that that's where you work presently. They bought me a Michigan University cup and they all, coffee cup, but they also bought me a sweatshirt. Yes. And I've decided to be modest and nice about this and probably smart because technically the close 90-day ban to Pepino's is really close tomorrow. Technically, it's like the 13th, but we're going to Pepino's tomorrow. And we're hopeful that it's going to be successful. Um, but I'm not going to do anything wrong, but I'm going to be probably going in there and be going, 90 day ban over. Like, <laughs> it's definitely going to be loud, probably be a little obnoxious, but I will be wearing blue and yellow. And this is really hard for me because I'm a diehard Michigan State fan. But the thing about this is I'm giving a shout-out to everybody that cares, and it's a nice sweatshirt. And Michigan probably does a good chance that they could win this. Now, I'm probably going to be shunned if this fucking curses the team. They'll tell me to never fucking wear it again. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't think it really matters about the sweatshirt you wear or not. Because when you wear your Michigan State stuff, that thing can suck all the time. So maybe you should take the Michigan State stuff when, when the Michigan State is playing. But it doesn't matter But because, you know what? They're As of right now, we're watching the Michigan State game, basketball, basketball and they're playing real well. Five straight wins. Five straight. They're yes. nine and five now. Yes, that's pretty good. So you were in panic mode, and I told you, chill out. I know Izzo enough. I don't like him, but I know him enough that – I know his coaching style. I know that players probably catch on to it and so on. However, going back to that Michigan-Washington game, here's a fun fact. Warren Moon was last time he won, when he won the Heisman Trophy in the Rose Bowl against Michigan, 1979. So think about that. Same year Michigan State won the national championship in basketball, 78-79. Yeah, isn't that crazy that Warren Moon – one of them. Great quarterback. Yes. I mean, he had an arm. Great African-American quarterback. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 
but a lot. I mean, that position is is Caucasian usually. Yeah. Well, usually yeah, it's better become, quarterbacks. But Warren Moon is actually a legit good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the better ones that he could move with his feet, but he had the arm, he had the intelligence to stay in the pocket and find his wide receivers. Unfortunately, he played for for uh, Houston Orioles, Titans, Oilers, yes, Orioles before because they weren't they weren't in Tennessee at, at all in the eighties and nineties so on so looking at this game against michigan and washington do you think that michigan has a chance of holding on to the washington's quarterback can they contain him because that's the real question can they contain him and keep him in the box michael Penix jr is probably the best quarterback in college football yeah but can Michigan's Mich- defense is the best defense in the country. Yeah. The um, running back position goes to Michigan. I mean, I would think Michigan can contain them. I'm a little worried. I mean, Michigan has the best cornerbacks and safeties. Mm-hmm. I do Michigan, think. Michigan, Washington, speed. Yeah, that's what it killed. The receivers is but here's the main thing. So that's why makes me nervous. But speak. Michigan has no, de- or, or, or Washington has no defense. Okay. If this becomes a shootout, yeah. Michigan's. I mean, th- this is the third time. The third time is a charm. Like I really truly believe Michigan fans are going to be celebrating a national championship tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's all right. You okay? You made a point. A good point. Washington's receivers are real fast. Pennick can at least run out of the pocket, make t- make time for himself. But Michigan is going to have to score and keep scoring. They can't wait till the second half. But I've that would be the problem because I mean, yeah. Even though maybe the receivers will beat the cornerbacks, mm-hmm. but Washington's defense is dog shit. Okay. Okay. So they average giving up over thirty points a game. Okay. So you're so I've been told by other people who've been watching college football in these two games and these two teams that they don't think it's going to be that high scoring game. They think it'll be like 24 to 30, but they don't think it's going to be like 45 to 52. But be, because but that, the defense, oh, but but that Texas versus it was 37 31. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think I think it has a chance to be like 27 to 31. I don't know about the over under is fifty six, so it's possible. I would almost take the over of fifty, or like fifty two, because fifty two is four thirty. Yeah, the spread went up. It was four and a half. Now it's five and a half. Michigan, so Michigan wins by five and a half. Basically a touchdown, six mm. points. Yeah, that's that's an interesting take. And speaking of that game, we should also just breezily go by Jim Harbaugh because technically Jim Harbaugh was supposed to take the job at at uh, Las Vegas Raiders. There's always been worry, but there's been talk behind closed doors already that that the owner of the Raiders is in good uh, relations with Jim Harbaugh, a bus. However, that court uh, that that new interim head coach for the Raiders, his name was what Tony Green. 
Something he only like lost one game. Yeah, what's his yeah. name? Because and they just missed the playoffs. They were nine and eight. Yeah, they're basically were what Detroit Lions were were last year. What's his name? Is his name Antonio? I feel like his name is Tony. Oh, sorry, they were eight and nine, but yeah, but they're they're like Detroit. They're of last year. They came on strong last year, pretty strong, and this year the Raiders came on pretty strong. So if I look, I can't find his name. If they don't lose that Vikings game and don't lose that tough Colts game, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's see, Las Vegas. Let's go to the coach rosters. Oh, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go to rosters because I want to know his name. And here we go. Oh, let's go all the way down here. Special teams. Nope. Antoine Pierce. You're right. Antoine Pierce. I said green. Antoine Pierce. But well, here's the question about this. You think that they should keep him. I said from the get-go, if he wins, he, they should keep this guy. I mean, he's a former Super Bowl champion and a Pro Bowl player. And his dream job is to be a Raiders, a Raiders head coach. And what did I tell people? What did I tell you before? If players don't like you, they're not going to play for you. If players like you, they're going to play their ass off. Correct. So I don't see why would you not hire a guy that's already got good relations with their players. And they're pr- probably going to stay in 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 Vegas, right? If, if Crosby said before tonight's game or the night before or whatever two games ago I plan on rearranging my contract so I can get out of here but Crosby is not going nowhere Jacobs is not going to go nowhere and Tony I mean you're probably going to still have Jimmy G here's a better question then you're losing Devontae the Jets probably oh you think you you think that he's going to leave with this new coach everything's running pretty well he wants to play in Oakland. I mean, he wants to play with the Raiders. That's his team, right? And why would you get take? Why would you go to the Jets, knowing that, knowing that, um, uh, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is is not going to be there after one after this year, after next year. I don't know. Why would you even do that? It's a bad. That's a stupid uh, way to go to a worse team. And that team's not even guaranteed to even do anything in the playoffs next year, correct? I don't know. So, I mean, it makes sense, right? Can we talk about our home team? Well, we got it. Okay, we got to talk about this big thing. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys first. Blew the hell out of Washington uh, Redskins. I'm going to call them Redskins because that should be Redskins. So, I F Commanders. I'm going to call them Redskins. Like this? You might be a little stretching it now. Okay. Sorry. But look, <laughs> look, look. I I don't know what's going to happen with CC Lamb and Prescott. But let me tell you something. 
My money is that even after this season ends, Derrick Henry is going to come to to Dallas because he's already made an announcement after the game with a microphone thanking all the fans in Tennessee that he had an awesome career in Tennessee and everyone clapped for him, blah, blah, blah. And I just can't help bypassing that that scenario of where he's going to go. Because, you know, why? Because the one thing that's going to stop Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs is what? Is their running game. If they don't get that running game going, I mean, they had it tonight, but it's against Washington. Washington probably doesn't have a good running defense. So that's really manipulating to watch a game and say, oh, then figure it out. No, Washington's just not that good. But if if Dallas is playing Green Bay next week, right? And Green, who is coming off an injury from Green Green Bay, he played tonight or last night, wherever you listen to it. Watson didn't play. Yeah, exactly. Watson didn't play, but Green did, and he ran the ball through the hell of Chicago Bears. And Reed is playing really, really well, my former Spartan, Michigan State Spartan. Yeah. So think about this. That game for for Dallas, that could be a very... It's a good thing it's a home game. Yeah, but that could be a very... Because love is not the love that we thought that he was. 316 yards, 27 to 32, two touchdowns. Reed had four receptions, 112 yards. Yeah. So that game in itself is not a sleeper game for for uh, no for Dallas because that could be an upset game. I'm calling that be an upset game because no one's really talking about Green Bay winning anything and, and going anywhere. Besides, they beat Detroit at home on Thanksgiving, and thank you for for going to that game and watching it. it. Was lovely. And since we were talking about the Titans. They knocked out the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they went from a four seed to out of the playoffs. That's crazy. That, that, that's got to be the first time that someone drops five seeds and doesn't make playoffs. That's nuts. I mean, that's just – could you imagine me and Trevor Lawrence and dealing with this crap? I mean, you got a good team. You, you, you had a Vitini Jr. I mean, what else do you do? You know what I mean? You, got, you had Kirk, but he was injured once in a while. You had – Ridley. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you. I mean, I. I. I kind of a little bit blame the fact that Terrence Lawrence's knee probably wasn't as good as it, as everyone was thinking about. But that's just what it is. So, going from that game, we'll go to my team, the Detroit Lions, and guess who they have a date with? Their ex-boyfriend, ex-athlete. Biggest star in the world, Super Bowl champion, Matthew Stafford. Hey, oh, hey, oh, who's been calling it against since, 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 since week four? Who's been calling that since week four? This guy, this guy, Matthew Stafford coming to town, going to knock out the Lions. Lord, please don't say that. (laughs) Just a... Gosh. Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be the irony of this is this. It's going to be so horrible for Detroit to lose to Matthew Stafford. Because you know why? Because we wanted Matthew Stafford to be on our team to make the playoffs and 
we gracefully let him go through a trade with Jared Goff. And because of that, we're in this scenario where now Jared Goff has to prove to the rest of the world and to the Ram world and to us that this is not a bad trade. This is supposed to be the greatest trade for Detroit Lions to have a a player that got to the team to the Super Bowl, and now you're playing against your old team. So I don't know who feels more pressure. And they're going to use their rookie of the years, which the draft pick they motherfucking got in that trade, to kick their ass. Yeah, that's crazy because they got Nakatu. No, it's what? What's his name? I Paul Nakatu. Paul Nakatu. So, here's something great about this kid. This kid has the most rookie receiving yards and catches. The receiving yards is from a guy that played with with Houston Orioles in 1960, and his name is in there somewhere. And the only reason we're not saying any of these playoff times yet, because we don't have them. There will be two games on Saturday. There will be three games on Sunday. And then there will be one game on January 15th, Monday. I don't know when the Lions are going to play the Rams. I don't know when the Cowboys are going to play the Packers. I'm wondering if they're waiting until tonight's game. So, Well, I think they, yeah. So, so if I, oh my goodness, where is this record? No, let me go back here. But while he is looking that up, the Rams won today against the 49ers. The Lions did their job and won 30 to 20. Yeah, unfortunately, we lost one of our guys. This is tough. Laporta. Laporta. Mm-hmm. I did not see the injury. No, it looked like he, he clearly uh, hyperstended that. They say they did something to the bone as well. And that means that he's going to probably miss the first game of the playoffs if Detroit wins that game. But. And to be honest with you, I mean, we have two other uh, tight ends who are decent players. Now I just wish we could just trade. How come we, they can't just release Hutchinson to Detroit for for the week? Let's <laughs> see. That, oh, yeah, D- uh, Delvin Cook, that's kind of bullshit to me. That's, to the Ravens? Yeah, that to me is kind of bullshit. That's, that's way too late to do that. That gives a team like that so much more advantage on that scenario. That'd be like, no, I'm serious. That'd be like the Vikings releasing TJ Hawkinson before the game against Detroit, knowing that they won't win that game so that TJ can go to Detroit and make a playoff run. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that stupid? It'd be like, all right. I'm going to use this. I'm going to continue to try to prove my point. It'd be like if Laporta got hurt last week, not this, not against the Vikings, but they got hurt against Dallas Cowboys, and then they said, "Well, uh, I guess we're going to let go of Hawkinson," and then Detroit just swoop, swoops him up. Oh, this is convenient. That to me is bullshit. That's like that'd be like that'd be like if Michael Jordan's Bulls didn't make the playoffs, and then. For some odd reason, they gave him to the Boston Celtics with with Larry Bird. Just one, <laughs> am I right? Oh, it, to me, that's just ugh. 
just bugs me. I just don't like it. So this kid, this kid, this kid, uh, Puka Nanakaku is the real deal. And Sean's right. This is the draft pick that they uh, Detroit gave to to uh, to, Rams. The, to the Rams. So I think our defense is a little bit better than the Rams. I think our front line is a little bit better, even though they have Donaldson still. But I still think the Rams give up a lot more points. I think there's a possibility that they will. So, and it's at home game. And I think the fact that, you know, there's not going to be a lot of players on that team that cares two shits about Matthew Stafford. So, so I, I, st- I still think Detroit's going to win. It, it all depends on this one factor. Can Jared Goff not throw interceptions or get sacked at real bad times of the game? That's the question of the game. And, but Matthew Stafford has the same problem, though, too, though. If you can get to him, if you can get to him in the backfield, behind the scrimmage line, Matthew Stafford is notorious for throwing the ball too high when he gets pressured. And when he throws the ball too high, that's a easy interception. So both these quarterbacks are one of the same. One has got a stronger arm. And part of the reason why the Rams got Matthew Stafford because Jared Goff couldn't throw the extra 10 yards deep. So that's something that, that's why Matthew Stafford was able to be traded to, to, to the Rams because when they needed a deep pass, Jared Goff couldn't get the ball to, to, to Cooper Cup. But with Matthew Stafford, he did, and he did it with Cook. So congratulations to David Montgomery, 1,015 yards. He made it. Unfortunately, Jamar Gibbs, I mean, great season, phenomenal season. 65 yards short from 1,000 yards. I mean, that's badass, though. You are almost having two quarter, two running backs at over 1,000 yards dual threat. Yeah, that's I awesome. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, you don't see that much anymore. I mean, that's like old school, two running backs from the 1960s and 1970s. Congrats to uh, Sin Brown. I mean, over 1,500 yards, 144-yard game today. He's fifth in receiving. I mean, you're behind Tyreek Hill and – four other receivers that's pretty damn good and but the sad thing about it is what he didn't they didn't take him for this for the pro bowl he got fucked yeah yeah how do you how, how do you, are you the fifth best receiver and you're not in the pro bowl yeah i mean he could at least play for the afc <laughs> and anyways speaking of receivers aj brown is now doing so well he got hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. And this is an interesting matchup because Baker Mayfield and the Bucks are at home. And Hurts didn't look good today, and he was injured. So Swift didn't play. You got A.J. Brown hurt. And you got a thriving Bucks team. Bucks can win this game. Yeah. I think, I think the problem with Jalen Hurts is this. His finger has been messed up for a couple of weeks, but it just made it clear that he was having more problems than you can ever imagine. And 
I don't know what happened. I don't know if Giants said, hey, let's just ruin the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles season. Or I don't know if the Philadelphia Eagles thought that this is going to be a cakewalk. And they're like, well, we'll score 10 points in the beginning. And then we'll see the Giants fold their cards and the game be over. That didn't happen, right? So I mean, Didn't they lose the last five out of six or four out of five? Yeah, yeah five out of six. Yeah. They're not looking good. They look like a team. They look like uh, they look like the they look like the New York Yankees when they're doing really hot before the before the playoff season starts, and then they lose like ten out of twelve. Yeah, they they kind of look like that team. But I don't know why I threw a baseball in that scenario in there. But I mean, that's what happens to baseball too. I mean, if you let if you hit the last month of the regular season, you lose. 10 out of the 20 games, then you're not going to make the playoffs. They're lucky enough that they had enough lead to make the playoffs. So if they were if, if they were 10 games, 10 if they won 10 games at this point, they probably would have not made the playoffs. So they got lucky that they got cold at the very end of the season. But it's not going to look good against Tampa Bay. Because if they get beat by Tampa Bay, who do you blame? Do you blame the coach? Do you blame Jalen Hurd? Do you blame who do you who do you blame? Now you got a lot of injuries. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a phenomenal moment. So, speak. All right, we got to speak about a game that that is not playoff contention, but we should bring it up because uh, a dynasty is now officially over. And what is that? It's the New England Patriots and the Jets game. So okay. New England lost. So Belichick is hypothetically that was his last game of the year to play, I mean to coach the New England Patriots. So this is the this is the guy for every generation of football nerds out there. At one time they had Madden. They at one time they had Coaches like um, like Lombardi, uh, uh, what's that Cowboys coach? Jimmy Johnson and what's the Lombard other guy? Star. No, he's a player. Yeah, but it's a uh, co- yeah. what's it? Oh. You mean you're talking about top coaches? Yeah, he's he's our generational of this. The former Chiefs player Marty Schottenmeyer. Yeah, Don Shula, back in the '80s, in the '90s. In the 60s to the 90s, he coached the Colts and then coached the Miami Dolphins. He coached that team for that uh, one 17, 17 games in a row, 17 and zero, and not one, not lost one game in the whole season. Right, the perfect season. So Bill Belichick is forever going to be that generational coach that everyone's going to remember him. And the Patriots for that, for that, for those 20 years of dominance, all because of one man, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. Actually, the last pick in the draft. Yes. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to say something. I don't think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm going to say either it's going to be Dan Marino. No Super Bowl. I know. But when I say 
when I think about the greatest quarterback in the world, I think about just not about stats, but his arm, his efficiency, the everything. Just like Barry Sanders could be the greatest running back of all time, with no Super Bowls, correct? But you are you going are you going to argue the statement that he's not better than Emma Smith only because Emma Smith wants three Super Bowls? Barry was better. Yeah, see, that's something. So, I think Tom Brady was in a better system. I think the system fit for him, and I think he was able to read. One thing about Tom Brady is this. He was able to read the defense a lot faster and manipulate the play the play call to confuse the defense on every down. That's probably why he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Not because he had the greatest arm. Not because he was quick. Not because it was mobile, because you know what? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson technically are better than Tom Brady because Lamar Jackson and Mahomes can run out of the pocket and make yards and throw. Well, this is the first year that Lamar Jackson is throwing the football uh, properly because his receivers got the message in the offseason to get the shit together so that Lamar Jackson has a target. And this is why Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP of this year, correct? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And and is there any team out there that you think that could stop the Baltimore Ravens? I don't think the Kansas City can. I mean, not from the AFC. But no, no, but nothing was. The only team I think that could stop Baltimore is the Dolphins. If the Buffalo. Do- nope. You know why? Because Josh Allen likes to throw the football to the other team. <laughs> He's got the most interceptions within the last two two physical, physical periods of the NFL. Correct? Yeah. He, look. Look, the, the problem with, the problem with, well, the Dolphins is this, is that they're either on or off. But when you get them on, you can hardly stop them. They can't beat good teams. Ah, but this could be the year that it'd be a good team, and the team to beat would be Baltimore Ravens. I think, I think Baltimore Ravens, I think the only reason why you and Tony were right about Baltimore is because you both like, well, Tony loves Lamar Jackson. But what did I say to you last year and coming out to this year, the reason why I didn't think that they were going to do, go and do anything? It's receivers. Exactly. So I didn't say anything about Lamar Jackson. I had more indication about the receivers. So and when they lost their tight end, we probably would have worried a little bit on that bet. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And nothing's guaranteed because Baltimore could still lose. I mean, they had would have had to win the Super Bowl. But. Mm-hmm. And plus, look at this. Why do they have? Why do they have another running back? They have Edwards. They have Devin Cook now, and who's the other guy that they have? Well, they lost that one guy from Ohio State in the early season. But. Oh, yeah. So, but, but think about this. Baltimore has the best defense in the NFL. 
Probably, yes. Yeah. So, remember something. Defense wins Super Bowls. Points wins games. And the games that you need to get to the Super Bowl are the regular season games. And then when the playoffs start, it's when the defense comes in and comes through. So, saying that, I would pick Baltimore to win the Super Bowl at this point. Now, I'm going to tell the whole world that I was wrong about the whole bit about Baltimore doing anything because if Tony and partly Sean didn't listen to me, they probably would have had, what, a $30 bet? Well, we were to put 200 on it, it would have turned into 3800 Yeah. So, but that's... Every time I say stuff like this, everything's about hindsight. And then betting is a hindsight, and I mean, yeah. we would have been looking good, but I'm just going to say, I mean, it sucks that they didn't make the bet, but they still would have to win the Super Bowl. They'd still have to win three more games, and they could still lose. I mean, they could make it to the Super Bowl and lose. Yeah. But Baltimore, I mean, now the odds are about 100 to only win 350. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. But still, I mean, I I, I feel when I feel when I watch this game and we're watching the Baltimore, but Buffalo and Miami. Miami has nothing to lose. Buffalo has everything to lose because they were expecting to win in their own division again, and they didn't. There's like many different scenarios here. Miami is the is a two seed right now, but if Buffalo wins, they're a two seed. If they lose, they go to the seven seed, and it indicates who they would play, Pittsburgh and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so if we... If we look at these games, so yeah, I don't look. I don't even think Dallas Cowboys is even the strongest or the third strongest team in that NFC. I think it's San Fran, Detroit. Then I've heard Dallas. Now, let me tell you why I say this. You don't have a tight end. Well, you're right, but I will tell you this. Detroit has more momentum going through this than anything else. So Dallas doesn't have a running back, but they have the best receiver. Yeah, they do. But we have St. Brown, and we have Reynolds, and you guys got Cook. So, okay, let's see. So it looks like Buffalo just intercepted the ball for Miami. So this is another scenario of Miami. I need I need Buffalo in my five-team parlay. I bet $30. It was a free bet. Um, I already hit the Lions to win. I already hit the Saints to win. I hit the Bucks and I hit the Packers. If Buffalo covers four and a half, a $30 bet turns into 192 There you go. That's pretty good. And they can lose by four. Well, parlay Sean. Parlay Sean puts things together that don't make sense, but it does make sense. In the long run, it makes sense. In the short run, it does make sense. So, but that's why we call you Parlay Sean. So if you got any parlays to talk about, call Sean at one nine. So since we're kind of talking about this playoff game, I want to talk about this four or five seed matchup first between the Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. CJ Stroud versus Joe Flacco. I okay. First of all, I'm gonna go with Texans. You know why? Because they're a lot like Detroit. They have nothing to lose. They're everything to gain. C.J. Stroud. Rookie of the year. 
You think so? For the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, I I could see that. But here's the thing. CJ Strong's never been to the playoff. The Bear, I mean the Browns have never been in the playoffs in a while besides Flacco. But sometimes not knowing how it feels to be there could be an advantage for you. Cuz you don't have that overwhelming pressure to win. You're just there to make your 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 energy that you think about when you play is like we're going to win this game. No matter what. And the last time the Texans were in the playoffs was when their head coach was on the motherfucking team. Oh, wow. That guy, really? Coach of the year. Coach of the year? Not Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell? He started horrible the first year. Ooh. One and six last year. That's a one-two punch. Yeah. Dan Campbell. He's a hometown favorite, but. Dan Campbell. Winning with a rookie quarterback. Winning with a rookie defense. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, as a as much as Detroit deserves it, having one of the best records in Campbell turning a team around. As a fan, a rookie quarterback, rookie defense, a rookie coach. Yeah, I think you're right. Say, Sean. The only thing that came out good out out of Ohio is CJ Sean. Maybe Eddie George, but he didn't win nothing. This is tough, though. Like, I would rather have the Browns win. You would? Because of the Browns? Joe Flacco. <laughs> Delaware State. That's it? I love Flacco. Yeah. Sitting on his motherfucking couch. Cleveland Browns went through four quarterbacks this year, and they're in the fucking playoffs? That's crazy, isn't it? Then, could you let's have, just let's just throw this scenario in there. The Browns win; they're the five seed, right? And then, let's just say the Bills win tonight, so the the Dolphins will drop to the sixth seed. So then you have the Chiefs versus the Dolphins, and the Chiefs win that game. And the Bills are playing the Steelers, so the Bills should beat the Steelers. So you know what the second round matchup is going into Baltimore? Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco goes to Baltimore in the second round. And beats the Baltimore Ravens. You said it first. <laughs> could you imagine that? So you could have two former quarterbacks, Flacco going into Baltimore in the second round and knocking out the number one team. You could have technically Matthew Stafford knocking out a number one team. Look, don't say that because Detroit needs to win a, a damn playoff <laughs> game. All we need to do is win a playoff game to keep the momentum going. If they don't win a playoff game, I think we'll have that same thing mindset. Oh, we had a good year. Oh, we'll be back here in 30 years. Or you like have a shitty division. It's easy division to win. Well, I mean, you got to worry about Jordan Love, I guess, a little bit. But Well, yeah, but. I mean, Jim Harbaugh could go to the Bears. That's true. He'll probably go to the Bears now that the Raiders coach probably keeps his job. 
So we're talking about the Bears. You keep Justin Fields, or do you go get Caleb Williams? No, or Michael Pittman Jr. No, you know what? I don't think Justin Fields is that bad. I think there's. I think the team, as an establishment of the coach that they have now, they just didn't have anything together. But if Jim Harbaugh goes to the Bears, I think Jim will will set pace to that team, that leadership role that 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 they're looking for as a head coach. Again, I really don't think he'll leave. Because he's not, I, I just don't see him as a NFL coach. I don't think the players will play for him. I think he had a good team in San Fran. But why he cannot keep that team together is mind-boggling. Correct? He's some, there's something about Jim Harbaugh that he's just not his brother. Well, he didn't have the greatest quarterback. No, but I mean, as much as I like the story about Colin Kaepernick, no, but he wasn't bad. He actually pretty was pretty good actually, until he nailed. Who was their running back? I don't even remember. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. Was Baltimore? Did they have Ray Rice during that time? I don't know. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but so are you taking Cleveland or are you taking? You, you said Houston, right? Yeah, I would take the Texans. I just think I just think that that team has just got more momentum. We're and, and it's in Texans, right? Yeah, and and unfortunately, yeah. there's no other games that we can talk about because none of the seating is guaranteed. Like the, everything moves based on this game tonight. Yeah, for the AFC, the yeah. NFC is done. Right, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you who the two sixes, uh, three sixes, is going to be. I can't tell you the two seven. I can't tell you the. The only locked game is the Houston versus Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I don't. To be honest with you, this could be the first year. That, that, that Mahomes in Kansas City is going to be out, right away. But you just said Miami was going to lose in the first round. But are they playing? Well, we don't know if they're playing the game. Kansas City will play either uh, Miami or Pittsburgh. Oh, forget it. Pick, if Kansas City has to play or Pittsburgh. Or Buffalo. If Kansas City has to play against Pittsburgh, they'll beat Pittsburgh. They won't beat Buffalo. But Buffalo's not going to lose this game. They'll beat Miami. Okay. But you don't think that they – so you think the Buffalo will beat Kansas City? I think Buffalo City. wins tonight. Yeah. But so you, Buffalo won't play Kansas City. It'll be Miami versus Kansas City, or it'll be Pittsburgh versus Kansas City. Well, I think Miami could still, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this will be the year that Miami beats a team okay. in the playoffs. Because I don't think Kansas City is that team anymore. I think uh, uh, Trey, uh, Kelsey, I, get, I think he's got his uh, – if Josh Allen gets in the end zone on this drive, he sets the record for a, for all uh, most touchdowns by a quarterback. Huh? In a regular season. In a regular season. And he's gonna be, and he's gonna have the record for throwing, for for throwing the most. All for rushing. He's also gonna have the most interceptions. He does every fucking year since he's been in the league. He leads the league in interceptions. Yeah, he takes too many chances. Doesn't know how to hold the ball. 
and settling themselves down. But, all right, folks. Red Wings are losing. Oh. Pistons are losing. They're only losing by six. And the spread Five. was 16. Yep. Only down two. Yep. Look, folks. I think we're going to end it right here because it's good. It's it's a good spot to end the uh, to that to end the episode, so we don't drag on about stuff that we don't need to talk about. Because Draymond's last, back. Oh my lord! Do you mean Just his? Saying. Could you? Oh my gosh! This guy. Mm-hmm. He might get. Don't get me started. I don't like that guy. I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. Does not look good on the side note for the Michigan State Spartans. They are getting bent over without Lou. 46-31, so the five-game win streak This looks like it's coming to an end. Bomber. I guess they're, I guess they're a whole different team. What is going and on? And just on cue, Josh Allen throws a fucking interception. Fucking trash, dude. No, they ran the wrong route. Who ran the wrong route? Davis ran inside, and 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 Josh Allen threw it to a spot. So Davis was supposed to turn around and catch the ball, and and Davis kept running this route. Who's? I mean. What is going on with that team? So both quarterbacks throw a pick on the first drive. This is a horror. Josh Allen needs, they need to shorten his uh, playbook. That's the problem, I think. His playbook is too big for both the receivers and the, and, and the quarterback. And they have similar play calls that, that one way you go one way and another way. It's just the, play, the, the playbook's too big. Shorten that playbook down and keep it f- f- friendly and use the other plays on special occasions. This is, that's a, something that even Detroit Lions have a problem with, with Jared Goff. If you make him hold the ball too long, he's going to get sacked. If you, make the, if, you, if you don't have him throw the ball within the three to five seconds or releasing the ball after, you know, after hiking it, you're going to get problems. So keep it short and sweet. You don't need to hold the ball forever. Just short and sweet and throw it. Peace. All right, folks. You had a date this week. I did. It went pretty well. That's good. So did you. I did have another weekend date. Her name is Jess. Shout out. Um, I mean, we. she's officially my girlfriend. I mean, we didn't have a podcast on that. We made that confirm that last week. Uh-huh. And her kids went out of town this weekend, and we had a really good weekend. It was like Panera, and we watched a movie, a video, and a documentary that portrayed to her life, and it was important to watch. And I loved every minute of the play-by-play. And we went out for soup, and then we went to Gun Lake Casino for the band. And it was the first time that she had ever been to a band alone, going into a casino too, also basically. But um. A lot of fun, and we're going to Chicago next weekend. So that's pretty cool. I'm very blessed. She's a beautiful woman, um, good mother. Starts her. I give a shout out to her because she starts her new job for teaching tomorrow too. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, it sounds like your date, you're going to have a second date. So I'm really yeah. proud of you. It's cool. So it's cool. Hope everybody has a great week this week. Um, we'll be back with you Thursday. Thursday. Probably. Yeah. So peace, love. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Joy Podcast Show. Find me on Spotify. Find me on Apple. Find me on either I don't care it's Podbean or Buzzsprout. I use my Podbean for live, Buzzsprout for just putting my episodes on there. I don't know why it works better that way, but it just does. Uh, I don't have any rhyme and reason. But uh, thank you, Parlay Sean, for uh, not getting me sick. I'm glad I didn't get you sick. It's always great to be here. Mr. COVID over here, <laughs> spreading his COVID to all his friends and family and loved ones. Fucker. I hope your dad's doing well. I'll make sure I make sure if I'll make sure if your dad needs a place to stay so so that you don't get him COVID and he can stay at my place. Okay. We have a ball of a time playing cards all night long. Yahtzee. Alright, I'm out. Peace.